Another defeat in the bag. How many wins is that this year? I don't feel like it's very, it's very much at all. Two, I don't know. It's, it's bloody <laughs> it's awful, awful, isn't it? It's, it's Let's try and delay much. talking about football. Joining us here in the studio, Big George, he's back. After a long, long, far too long. I know. Last. When yeah. were you on last? I think it, it, it was about a year ago because it just popped up yeah, in one of those um, time hop things. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, because I, I, I took the picture and I actually used it as a profile picture. It was really? Really so good, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's been about a year. Uh, it's a long year, though. Yeah, yeah. We've been ups and downs and ups and now. How far we've come. How far we've come. And you know so. what, as well, it's great to have a radio professional in here. The problem with your mic just now, you just grabbed it, sorted it out. It was like well, look, watching... Uh, someone to handle a baby who's very proficient <laughs> that's how because your love for radio I love I love radio I work in radio I can't yeah. deny it, I can't yeah. deny it. impressive yeah. also here in the studio James Longman yeah probably the most angry you've been very like very tense start to the podcast you've... yeah I feel a little bit tense actually <laughs> what's happening just anxious <laughs> Too much. Too we're much. not getting it's relegated. We're not Millwall. We're going to be all right. Fine. Look at Millwall. Look at them. Look what's happened to them. Um, let's begin. Well, I mean, there's so much to talk about on this show. We're going to talk about, of course, the Man City defeat away from home. The season gently rolling to an end, or is that, you know, crashing to an end. Um, we've got, as well, stadium pri- uh, price points have come out, which is interesting. And then uh, we'll be talking about Rob Green versus Adrian and Sacco. Is he the best value striker in the Premier League? Before closing on predictions, away to QPR at the weekend, which means a certain victory for QPR and their battle to stay up. <laughs> yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed on. <laughs> uh, let's begin with some feedback. Um, interesting one from Randy Hastings. We're playing for ni- We're playing for, playing for ninth in the table. It's only fine if we can see some new faces in the team sheet. Youth on the bench doesn't cut it. Get them in the game. Also, how about Nene for more than fifteen minutes? Cheers from Los Angeles, Randy Hastings. Fifteen minutes. I take fifteen minutes of Nene. Really? Well, how much have we seen? But he didn't get on on Sunday, did he? Mm, I mean, if he did, I didn't know. I mean. I've, I've, I've mentioned this on, on the on the forum, but there was a player in the 90s, a, you know, probably too young, a guy called Scott Mean. Do you remember Scott, Scott Mean? Scott Mean really rings a bell, but I can't... He'd be signing from Bournemouth by Harry, and we'll mm. sort of move on from that. But he was on the bench, and we only had three players on the bench then, and one was allowed to come on, and he never came on. He was on 19 consecutive games. Never came on. <laughs> and then he feels like the ghost of Scott Mean. Scott, the ghost of Scott Mean. He's a, he's a ghost of every January signing. Sullivan uh, uh, just has a dip in. Yeah. I remember, remember a sub goalkeeper called In Fleur or something like that. And I yeah, thought, yeah. And I thought, what if he's really good and he doesn't get a game? Similar thing. He was always on the bench, never never really turned Fleur, Fleur yeah. Fleur, no L. Was it Fleur? Yeah, 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 was it? Yeah. Big American guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he should have deserved a chance. He might have been brilliant. No, it's just I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. You know. Okay, we're gonna move on to the game, but we, you know, yeah, we'll come back to it. But you know, just the whole <laughs> idea that you know why when you were struggling so badly on Sunday, yeah. why we didn't see that any further. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, we had uh, on the forum Ryan R C said, not sure I agree with Tony Cotty about it being fashionable to have foreign managers though. It was a bit reductive. Despite nobody being able to pronounce his name, Bielsa is a top, top manager regardless of his nationality. James Bielsa. How do you feel about him? I have no idea. I don't have any real feelings on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's all a gamble, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. It's a mad gamble. I mean, he's, a he's, he's an interesting guy. He's a character guy, mm. but so is Paolo. Yeah. yeah. So why, why don't 
you go for a proper character that we know and love. <laughs> Some people just want to see the world burn. Uh, Claw hammer. <laughs> I met Tony on the train a couple of weeks ago. What a nice bloke. The point he makes about the effect of uncertainty surrounding BFS, big fat Sam, contract is so true. There are not many clubs which allow an established manager's contract to run down. Combined with a poor January transfer window, it does seem to add up to Sam leaving, which I don't agree with. But a lack of support does not help. It is noticeable if you buy a programme that we have a smaller squad than most, if not all, in the Premier League and are really suffering now. What do you put this downturn in form? George, what do you what do you think it is? I I don't know. I I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on um, in terms of we had certain things that did really well before Christmas. Mm. Then we had Stuart Downing playing at the tip of diamond and yeah. pushing people through. Obviously injuries haven't helped, but you know now every time you go to watch us either at, at, at home or on TV on Sunday, Stuart Downing out in the wing and mm. he's just not that kind of player anymore. Either he's lost the speed, yeah. he hasn't got that sort of stuff. But as that kind of creative force at the tip of the diamond, he was brilliant. Mm. He, was, he got an England recall. He was in line to be Hammer of the Year, and he's just been killed by the need to go out on the wing again. Yeah. And I think that's not helping. Um, I don't know. There, there's clearly uncertainty, and there's clearly, you know, nobody knows what's happening with Sam. Mm. We've had a lot of injuries. We've got to be fair to that. You know, we, you know Tompkins, Carroll, Sacco, uh, you know, Valencia, and his bizarre cut. So <laughs> you know, it's just so you know, we we haven't had any sort of consistency. But it, you know, there doesn't seem to be much of a plan. You know. Yeah. Against Man City, against Stoke, it's pretty desperate stuff to watch, wasn't it? We didn't, yeah. you, know, you, you didn't know what people were trying to do, or what Sam was trying to do, or what the team was trying to do, mm. and it just ended in tears. James, what's the difference between uh, before Christmas and after Christmas? What what changed? Um, well, I think it, we, we we were unsettled for a while, weren't we? With with the team he started messing around with the team a little bit we've had really bad injuries we've been unlucky again with injuries as we are every mm. season but it gets to a stage where you can't keep blaming them and it just seems so to go to Man City away with nothing to lose and just not even try that's what's mm. disappointing really and we get we there's some stat where we've played the top five teams like 15 times and never take any points off of them mm. like a ridiculous stat like that because under Big Sam because we don't we just seem to give up too easily. Mm. It's disappointing because there was nothing to lose. Chelsea away this season. There's nothing to lose. Man City away this season. Just give it a go. You know, mm. act like you care. And the players just aren't acting like they care. Mm. And Sam, all, all, you know, he looks like he's given up the ghost as well. Mm. Just seems like there was, a, that, there was that fake outrage, wasn't there? At the end, you yeah. know, he was trying to sort of you know, talk about handballs and talk about offsides. And he just like he was going mental. Thought, you know, I don't believe your heart's in this. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, yeah. I just. And it was just, it, there's times on Sunday it just looked like a testimonial game. And, yeah. You know, I have to say, I agree. Like, watching Big Sam's interviews of late, he's he's lost it, hasn't it? I don't think, I don't see that fire in his eyes. He, like, he just seems, re- he literally seems resigned when, when, he, was he, when sacked, he talks. When he was sacked from Blackburn, he was sacked for not smiling enough. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was the whole thing that you yeah. didn't communicate with the fans. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, seems to be a bit of history repeating itself that, you know, he doesn't seem to want to engage. He doesn't want to inspire. Mm. He doesn't want to say, yeah, we can do great things here. And it's like, oh, Christ, here we go again. Yeah. Because he did have a chance. If he had, he had the chance to save his job, essentially. And I don't think, as I've said all along, his job should have been in, in question. But he has had a chance to save it. And he hasn't inspired the players mm. or, you know, himself, really, to get the results. Mm. He could have gone on a run here against a relatively easy end of season and just had a real, real... You know, carnival could have been glorious. Instead, it's just faded into depression. Yeah. I think reading Clawhammer, who I like a lot, and he's always got good comments. But part of it is 
he's called he's referred to him BFS. You know, even if our play, if if our own fans can't call him Big Fat Sam, you think <laughs> then that's a relationship that's never going to heal. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a bit Clawhammer's a supporter of Sam. He's calling him Big Fat Sam. I know. But then the part of me thinks as well, like how many managers we had in our history? It's not a lot, is it? It's like fourteen, right. something like that. But it's like we're not. It's not people want, talk about the West Ham way. The West Ham way is not to get on the back of the manager like like we have been. Like that is literally there in a kind of. There's a statistic that we don't sack managers very often in our history, and yet all of us are kind of on him. I don't. Know, I literally don't know where I stand with this. It, who's going to resolve it? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to count on the managers now. Yeah. I think you're right about fourteen. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not sure that Sam is going to go at the end of the season. Mm. There's a lot. Of, I mean, there's there, there's a big gamble there to be done, and, and nobody knows who's going to come in. You know, you listen to Karen Brady interviews when she was talking about the tickets. Everybody's just asked mm. about Sam as well. They said, "Well, we view at the end of the season now. Either Sam, unless Sam's got to walk to another job, and you know, the jobs he's, that have been talked about, Sunderland. I mean, that that mm. uh, that is a club that just chews out managers. Yeah." Mm. You know, it's destroyed Martin O'Neill, it's destroyed Gus Poyer, you know, mm. the Paolo thing's well documented. So why would he go there? Fulham. You know, mm. you've yeah. got you, you've got a, a guy who doesn't understand football and a club that is, you know, still in danger, you know, actually probably not in danger of going down now. Because, you know, they're pretty safe. But, you know, it, it, what, you know, you can take Nolan there, but what else is there going to be going on down mm. at the Craven Country? So he probably wants to stay. Mm. And... That puts the board in a position where they've got to make a decision for next year. Mm. Do they go with a guy that's kept him in the Premier League for three years, or yeah. take a risk on who knows? Because nobody knows. Yeah, you know, no. nobody. Mm. That yeah, you know, there's no, no consensus. Clear if you ran a sort of a poll, mm. you get ten different answers, probably all at ten percent. It's yeah. a nightmare. So nobody knows what's. You know, no, if only no, there was a website that ran polls. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But when you look at the results of that poll again, like B. George says, there's there's no outstanding candidate, is there? No, no. Even, yeah. And then Sam is like as much kind of favoured as the other candidates. And we're looking at people like you know Benitez. I mean, you know, you, 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 you can't say, you know. Can you honestly sit there and think you think great last season the bowling? Mm. We got the fat Spanish waiter leading us out. It's, you know, it's, yeah. And I just. <laughs> BFS, I, big fat Spaniards. I know, I know, I know. It fits. <laughs> Don't need to change my BFS out. Uh, and all uh, these players, all these people talking about flag. bringing in, they, you know, you know, well, you know, well, they want to sell Sacco, well, they want to sell Tompkins, well, they want to send Coyote to bring in all their own, mm. their own yeah. team in, their own battalion of Nolans mm. in. Uh, you know, sort of, I, I, I can't see if there's a clear answer. Mm. And I know there's a lot of people, you know, dislike Sam, but nobody's yeah. come up with a compelling reason. Yeah. With somebody who's going to replace him. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's, it's testing times. I remember this time last year, like which was in the season, thinking Sam was definitely gone, and then of course there was that day where they had that meeting, and he's like, "Oh, he's staying." I think this time I don't. I just can't see him. I what, can't what see him it, hanging on to his What job. it shows is they're splits in the board. I think. Yeah. I, think so. I mean, I don't think you have to be a genius to realize like, someone yeah. wants him to go. Yeah. I mean, that's the impression I get. That's the impression you get from all mm. of the media, all of the reporting. Mm. But you know, Brady was very equivocal. On the radio yesterday, saying that you know, you've got to look at the things and you've got to weigh up you know, the situation mm. at the end of the season. And, that, and I got the impression last year that Brady and Gold wanted him to stay, and Sullivan wanted him to go. Mm. And I can't, you know, 
they've got, they've got to go to that Olympic Stadium in the Premier League. Yeah, mm. that's what and, it boils down to. And if you lose Sam, is that going to put that at risk? Yeah. Are you yeah. more are you more likely to be yeah. in the Premier League? At, you know, this time next year, with Sam in charge or not? Yeah, mm. yeah. That's a, they're not risk takers, are they? It's not inspiring. And, and also, mm. I think nor should they be risk takers at this stage. And no. they've <laughs> also got a bloody awful record of recruiting managers yep. as well. Mm. You know, Avram. Mm. You know, look what happened when they tried to recruit Martin O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, it was just you know, and you know, and West Ham. You know, when West Ham get rid of managers because they want to move on to another level. Is always a disaster. Lucari, yep. Glenn Roder, Glenn Roder. You know, it's just. <laughs> I, I wonder what what kind of I try and weigh it all up. But if in my head look, something will go wrong, as it always does, I th- always think it's always between us and Newcastle for biggest muppets. Newcastle are just swaying it at a minute, but it'll be back in our favour soon. You know, in terms of joke teams, and I think that it will ask like five managers. They'll all say no. And we'll get to end of June or whenever Sam's contract runs out. We'll go, oh, actually, do you want to stay? Then it'll be too late to start preparing for next season. It'll be something like that will happen. <laughs> and, and it's true. And you got, you know, they, they they should have, you know, they should have a plan in place already. And I'm just not convinced when I, you know, you look at what goes on and the way this club is run, whether they mm. do have a plan in place. My frustration with it all is, I'm, I'm annoyed at Sam really in that. He hasn't given them a reason. To, he hasn't given them a tough reason to to keep him. Mm. He could, have, you know, this half of the season, it could have been so different after Tottenham and after Man U, you know, and that Chelsea match have all been matches we've loved and enjoyed mm. and gutted we didn't get points out of. It could have been so different. We could have been at this stage now going, surely they're going to keep Sam. Yeah. You know, he's won four or five matches. We're on an extra 15 points. How can you not? Yeah. And then some people are going, well, you know, we need to move on. I'd still be moaning. But I feel like I'm annoyed that Sam and the team haven't given them that... Sh- thing to hang thing their to, hat on. To go, come on, I've yeah, done yeah. it. I've done well for you. Let's yeah. push on together. Yeah. Instead, it's been a slow decline that's made everyone quite depressed. And really, we're in a position where we probably should be in a premiership. We're mid-table, mm. which is what our squad is and what our team essentially yeah. is. But it's so upsetting in a way that we haven't managed to push on from where we are or even kind of keep it at a similar level mm. you know we don't expect to win we don't I don't expect us to win the Champions League but I expect us to have won more than two in the last I 14 know. or whatever it is we needed to win two more two or three more games for it to be like a and not put in performances against Palace and Stoke yeah. and you know Sunderland was dreadful as well but we you know we were happy with that because we won here's a question George has he got enough games left to save himself he has because you know, if he if he goes away, he gets a result of QPR. If he sits there, and does Burnley, he's going to have a fantastic time. Mm. Give us something to cheer about at Everton and Newcastle, fantastic. But I can't see where it's coming from. I can't see where it's coming. You know, there, there's no strikers at mm. the moment. You, you know, Valencia is clearly partially injured. Carlton, I love him to bits, but you know, it was quite a hard watch watching him on his own against. Man City. I mean, I, I'll never criticise yeah. Carlton. You know that that run at you know when we were in the Championship in you know his performance at, at Cardiff away in the in the semi final yeah. of the playoff, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But you know he needs some help out there. He can't run it on his own, and he was you know he was a sole target man. He was a sole target man with Valencia yeah. and Downing. And so, yeah, you got to you got you got to realise that you know I'm not a football professional, but I've seen enough football over the last four years to realise that. That isn't going to work. Yeah, and I just don't know. Uh, 
He's got enough games. If he, you know, if he had a sparkling four or five, how many games? We've got four or five left. Five, I think. Yeah, five. Like yeah. Right. So if he, you know, if he had a sparkling five-game run, fantastic. If he got 12, 10, 12 points out of yeah. the last fifteen, bang. Yeah, you know, we're talking Everybody cheer. Everybody's cheering yeah. at the end of the season. You know, we have a good. You know, we have a good party against Everton. You know, it's all fine. But if it doesn't, if it carries on like this, and we, you know, and they get three points or two points in the next five games. I think it's a very, very difficult sell for next season. Yeah, almost impossible, I'd say. Uh, James, that last fixture of the season, West Ham versus Newcastle, that is going to be... I mean, just <laughs> imagine it. Imagine it, and what do you see? A, a 90... Imagine that was like the premiership game of a decade. <laughs> it was like 7-6. It was just glorious. End-to-end -end stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paddy Power tweeted, was it last week, that if Newcastle played West Ham now, the, the players would just sunbathe for 90 minutes <laughs> for both teams. What a uh, shame. All the players keep coming out for Sam still, don't they? Like, Noble came out and said it. It seems like they're still behind him, but I wish they would show that on the pitch. Mm. The players should be the last people to, to pick the manager. I mean, you know, I saw it in the, it was in the standard yesterday. It, uh, it wasn't Noble, it was somebody else saying, you know, it was Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll did an interview in the standard yesterday saying, we've got to get behind Sam, we've got to get yeah. behind Sam. But it just doesn't work like that. How yeah. dare Andy yeah, Carroll do got, an interview? He should I'm, be getting fit. <laughs> <laughs> he, did it on he did it on Instagram, didn't he? <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's sort of, you've got the Man City players coming out this morning saying, we want Vieira. That is not going to end well, is it? They, so, what, yeah. they, they've gone over the head of the manager to say... No, no, well, you know, I think they assume that Pellegrini is toast and that they yeah. want Vieira to be our next manager. That's just going to be a really bad idea. Yeah. He's never managed anyway. He's, you know, he's got no experience. And, you know, the Sheikh's in... Is it Qatar or... Mm. The, uh, you know, the, the, you know Sheikh Masoudi. They're not going to... They're not going to go for that are they so yeah mm. so man you know players are the last people to ask about managers. <laughs> i know because they want to be safe and they want to be secure yeah. and they want yeah. Yeah. Well, they wanted kevin Keane, didn't they and he wanted the job and yeah. then uh before uh, it was after zola after zola yeah instead of grant um yeah. well that doesn't then, look like the bright the but worst also, idea but but then also that that final match of season we were dreadful <laughs> And you think, oh, if you do want Kevin Gaines to be a manager, at least play the best you can. Was it 3 0 against Middlesbrough, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, mm -hmm. Sunday, like Sunderland, wasn't it? Sorry. Um, all right. Well, let's put a special focus now on the Man City game, uh, George. I mean, 2 0. We, we weren't in it, as we've kind of discussed. It was just, it was a waste of everyone's we, time. We weren't in it until the kind of last uh, 20 minutes when it looked mm. a lot sharper. I, I t it looked like a testimonial game. Yeah. You know, people passing there were silly mistakes you know poor old Ginge you know who's just been absolutely fantastic mm. this season and that lousy own goal and you know again Stuart Downing you know it shouldn't even been there shouldn't have been on the wing to lose the ball mm. and give it to Silva you know he should have you know should be playing in a more threatening position I, I just found it really depressing you know sort of a I spent I've got loads of Man City mates because I used to I used to go there quite often when yeah. I, I was at university up north and I used to go and watch Man City quite a bit and it I just yeah. You know, and you know, before this, I don't know if you watched the Sky coverage before then, they showed the season we went down with you know the last game of the season. Canute uh, uh, was it all? No, no, not um, yeah, Canute, but Trevor yeah. Brooking, uh, oh, yeah. sort of manager and just a passion and everything yeah. else like that. And they could, you know, and we were as good as down by then. But at least we played with a bit of guts. Rufus Brevet, fantastic yeah. game, and then we just then two hours of that in front of us and. <laughs> After yeah, about fifteen minutes, my my little boy just said, "Dad, can I go and play outside, please?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said, let him out of the dungeon. <laughs> I said, "You know, 
<laughs> absolutely there's nothing you can do yeah, there's nothing you can do he's just sitting there he's watching it and, you know he's just like oh, yeah. yeah you know i just got his first ticket to bowling he yeah i can't let him go outside next year can i so uh, <laughs> uh james it was toothless wasn't it yeah it was a uh a rollover let him tickle our bellies two goals it's too you too down and you think ah oh, we won't score they can't be bothered to score again. Let's all just go home. Yeah. But yeah. then but then Nolan at the end. <laughs> I know. Come on, Stuff, mate. You know, Come on. Half a half a oh. centimetre of studs away from you know, making the last ten you know, obviously because of uh yeah. Mr. Curry's slight elbow. Yeah, you know, it yeah. was quite interesting. You know, you could have had ten minutes of fun and games, but yeah. you know, didn't even get that. Nah, Coyote's elbow. What as you touch on it, James? What was it? Was it intentional for you? Uh, I don't think so. George, thoughts? No, it's a lovely fellow, obviously. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but you, I'm not sure you'd have complained if you got red. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was a slightly unusual, unnatural movement with his arm towards the tree. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I mean, the irony, you know, there was a great headline. I don't know who wrote it on KUMB. Yeah, you know, silver survives. <laughs> Sil- silver to live yeah. after. Yeah, I mean, and he does go down, and uh, he's a, such a fantastic player, Silver. But he's infuriating to watch because he's just such a cheat. Yeah. He's yeah. just such a diver and such a you know, he, he magnifies everything. Yeah. So I think I think the referee just thought, Oh, here we go again and, and yeah. not bothered. But yeah, he, he did look naughty, but yeah, I don't yeah. think it was intentional. He's not he doesn't strike me as being that sort of fella, does he? He, yeah. he's, he hasn't put in a bad no. tackle. He, no. you know, he's got he's, he's probably put in more tackles than anyone mm. else when he's played and he hasn't yeah. put a bad in all season. Yeah, he looked um, maybe the ref just had a flashback to in the um Santa hat at Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and thought with oh. a big old smile on his face. <laughs> well, this guy wouldn't do that. He's a, he seems a very nice man on social media and all that stuff. He does, I, I can't he? believe he'd, be, he'd do that. I think his heart is too pure. Yeah, um, pure as snow. I thought as well uh, for the City <laughs> game, like flashes of last year, so much last game of the season. It was just, it was exactly the same performance. A typical mm. Big Sam against one of the top teams performance. But it ranges. doesn't have to be a top team. You know, mm. we were toothless against Stoke. We got lucky mm. with an early goal, and then we got punched at the end. We, we, you know, we, you know, in between, what was it, six minutes, seven minutes, we scored against yeah. Stoke. Yeah. We did not look like we were going to seriously score until yeah. until the end, and that was it. And, uh, and Sunderland as well. So this is not a one-off because it's a big team. It's been a pattern behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you. you it's difficult, you know. You you sit there, you half make the case to keep Sam, mm. and you, in, in your heart, you just don't want to. But you yeah. just don't know what you can do to change that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's an article in Blowing Bubbles magazine, which is a fantastic magazine available at was it Blowing Hyphen Bubbles magazine? <laughs> Google it, you'll find it. But there's, there's an article in there from Julian Dix, and he's kind of slamming players, uh, uh, slamming players who are already on the beach, but. Uh, calls to judge the season as a whole like would we have taken what we have now at the start of the season absolutely I, I wrote a piece for I, I, some I don't know some bloke emailed me and I wrote something for them mm. and I was really worried because you know because we were clearly split at the top of the club between mm. you know Sullivan and the manager yeah I didn't we didn't at that stage we didn't know who we were getting in yeah and I said you know I think they asked me what would be success I said two Seventeenths for the next two mm. seasons will be success. Yeah, and I think you know, and you know, you feel that way that you know we're in the top ten. We had a brilliant time. You know, City was fantastic, as you remember. You know, Liverpool was fantastic, and you just think, oh, okay, yeah, we had, but we had all of our fun mm. before the middle of December, yeah. and after that, it's just been rubbish since. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of points total, absolutely, you take what you get. Yeah. But 
what does that say about going forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you almost went the other way around and have had a really bad start and an excellent second half. Yeah, you know, to progress along. But that's kind and of what we did last year, wasn't it? That we had a terrible start and then they had that February we won yeah. every game. And then would Sam still have been in a job if we'd had this run at the half, the first half of the season, we have swapped them around? You don't know, do you? I don't no. think he would have survived because I think that if you just take from Christmas, aren't we just inside the relegation zone or I like a place above it? It's only Newcastle that are worse yeah. than us. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, isn't it? Thank the bad. Thank he the wouldn't tune. have survived this a start like this. No, yeah, it's it's interesting because I watched the Leicester game in a local hostelry in Essex, and you know it was really open. Uh, yeah, just what it, it looked like a seventies cup tie. It was absolute mm. nuts. It was yep. just end to end stuff. But you know, he seems to think, oh no, we've lost that game. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, you got to sit there and just lock it down and be boring. What's a mm. hostelry? Yeah, I was thinking that. It's a pub. It's a pub. Apparently, Jimmy Walker drinks in, but I never see him. I never see him in there. Every time, you know, there's always a. Oh, Jimmy Is it a three Colts? Were you watching? No, no, it wasn't. No, they don't. It's a Spurs pub. Adam, three Colts. That's a guy. I don't want to say because I've got hooky fees. Yeah, because I don't want to grasp smart for the three Colts doesn't have a hooky fee. They make a point of it. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they've got a hooky freeze for the Kevin Mitchell fight in a couple of weeks' time. So, so yeah, um, yeah, no, but yeah, but you, anyway, going back to that, it, it you was got really off your open. horse. Yeah, yeah. you've been horse. travelling all night. You got off with your horse yeah. into the hostelry. Yeah, I, I, did, I did. I did walk in the rain because I wanted to find. So. Put the horse in the barn. Yeah, the horse. Uh, yeah but the, the point is, there, there was there was a sense of adventure against Leicester yeah, and it didn't pay off and it didn't yeah. work out and we you know it, that game would end up 4-4 like four, four. no we mm. well Leicester would have complained but yeah, yeah. yeah it, we had a, it was a good you know it was a good I don't know I I, I, th- I just think you just say Sam just go for it just entertain us for the last four of the game just yeah. go for you know maybe throw in a couple of kids you mm. know somebody called Reese. you know just you know just give us something you know to yeah, give to, to latch on to um, yeah would you have taken it on Julian Dix's point yeah I definitely would have but it's uh, it's a di- because it's been a season of two halves, you would have been 100% have taken that. And that's, you know, to be in the top 10 is a great season for us. Mm. It's just a shame it's been tarred with this terrible We've run. had one half a season that was fourth best and the second half that's been like third, second shittest. And there is that mentality that um, that they always say already on the beaches or in the summer uh, holidays. I mean, that's an incredibly early time to take your summer holiday. April. <laughs> It's still a little bit chilly out. <laughs> and yet on the pitch, they walk around Mac like Luf it's... isn't uh, even open, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Lineker's, Lineker's, yeah, it's important, but it's not even, yeah, well, the sunlight is out. So, yes. Yeah, um, and that's in Blowing Hyphen Bubbles uh, magazine, which is blowinghyphenbubbles.co.uk. Yeah. Well, last other thing that's in there that I thought was quite interesting, uh, Diafra Sacco, uh, is he the best value striker in the Premier League? And I, I struggle now think of any positives to say about West Ham United but the Afrasaka probably when the uh, history of this season is written will be the standout character uh, is there anyone who's better value George no I, I think you know he's been fantastic he just mm. he was just an absolute bulldog he just went forward mm. he doesn't know when to take a backward step he just runs with the ball and goes mm. towards goal and he looks absolutely unbeatable and obviously he had his injuries at the start of the season but hopefully next year we'll get full value mm. out of him um, he's you know it I can't think of a better value signing mm. this year. I mean, look at you know what Man U paid for Falcao, oh, or Balotelli, yeah, this, isn't it? You know, and what we almost paid for Adebayor, or we might still pay for Adebayor <laughs> next year. So I mean, you know, he's just been absolutely fantastic. But he can't mm. do it all on his own. 
Yeah. Yeah, he just needs yeah, he needs you know, him and you know, Carol look fantastic together. Yeah. But you know it, yeah, I, I do worry that, you know, you know, the play, he might be one of the players that people might come sniffing around for next yeah. year. You know. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I remember when we got relegated in two thousand three. I thought, good because we'll have a clear out of all the crap. But of course, no one wants the crap. They no. want the, they want the good yeah. players. Yeah. And uh, Sacco for you, James, is stand out. Yeah, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? He's been brilliant. When he scored the other week, like it was proper emotion. It's good to see. Mm. And he, they all seemed all the new players. What what I've really liked about this team is they all seem to gel and get on with each other. It's really mm. good to see. It's just yeah. a shame that hasn't shown of late. But Blown Bubbles say that um, ahead of our game against Stoke, uh, let's not say anything about that, Saka had 65 goal shots on goal this season, meaning he finds the back of a net every 6.5 shots. That's a better conversion rate than Aguero and uh, Austin. So that's pretty better good. Austin, yeah. Pretty good. And he's a nice man. He seems a nice man on social media. Yeah. He kind of gets it, doesn't he? I think yeah. you, you know you, you, you get a sense that the guy you know has, yeah. hasn't you know was brought up in a working class area in France, mm. and he kind of appreciates you know the situation he's in at the moment. Mm. He doesn't want to kind of blow it. He strikes you as you know a, you know a good sensible bloke, and he's not going to sort of mess it around too much. Yeah. No, I hope. Yeah, they all seem they've there's got a little clique there, and they seem to get on. And I hope we can keep them and we can can pre- progress on it. It's just a shame he's been injured a bit a bit too much. Yeah, you know, in fact, mm. all, we said about all of them, but it's just we just need a little bit of a luck with a little bit of luck with yeah. some of our players because, like Valencia dropping a teacup on his toe, yeah. I think only to us. <laughs> no, and it only matters so much though because so many other stri- so many of our yeah. other strikers were injured. Yeah, and it yeah. always happens every year. Yeah, and I don't know why. You know, yeah, we have a problem with centre backs and strikers, don't we? Yeah, with injuries. Matty Taylor was playing right back, wasn't he? That, was that, that was last season? Yeah. Was that last season? It seemed so yeah. long ago. That match <laughs> yeah. just before Christmas, I think Matt Taylor was playing right back. <laughs> God, Matt Taylor feels like years ago, doesn't he? I know, he? but he, you know, he, he had he probably had his best season for us last yeah. year. I mean, yeah. and he hasn't played, he hasn't kicked a ball for Burnley this year. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. no, uh, it's, you can download that for free. Blowing bubbles, yeah, blowing-bubbles.co.uk. It's been a magazine. Um, we should talk as well about new stadium. In a hap- on a happier note, I think it's a happier note. Um, every season ticket price band has seen a reduction, and the uh, the club is going to use increased broadcast revenue to offer those cheap tickets. There's a new entry level band five adult season ticket costing two hundred ninety nine pounds, the cheapest in the Premier League. Uh, all pre uh, two hundred eighty nine, I think. I think two hundred eighty nine. That's what I said. You said two hundred. I think they've done it to undercut. The cheapest, so it is the yeah. cheapest in the Premier League. So. Yeah, band five. How crap must those tickets be? Where's that? I mean, I think I don't want to be a little cloud. Come on, on no, it's depressing times, George. Really. No, no, but I just in terms of the new tickets, it's an interesting thing. But the yeah. idea that they've done this out of the generosity of the heart to <laughs> reward the fans is wrong. They're doing it because they've got to find twenty thousand other fans mm. every week that they don't have at the moment. Yeah, and you know. The one thing that the board have been fantastic about in the last three years since we came back up is filling out the stadium. They've been absolutely superb. They've, they've marketed it well and they've priced it well. So you know, so I don't, you know, I, it, they've it's either been sold out or a few mm. hundred below capacity, virtually every game in the last three years. And yeah, you know, I remember, yeah, you know, even you know the famous boys of '86 mm. time. Yeah, you know, we were, you know, it was low twenties thousand watching West Ham then. So they've obviously, yeah, you know, and demographics have changed. There's more families there. But they've sold it well. But mm-hmm. what they're doing with this pricing now is, you know, you look at the price bands. You, you guys have 
band one or band two or something like that. Two? Two. Two. So the band one and band twos, they're probably, the, the prices are broadly flat from this season. If you take out na- mm. next year's rises, your your ticket's about a band one and band two, which probably means mm. you can get quite a good view. Mm. I'm band four. Not what it's that. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst it's, band two in the stadium. Yeah, every attack yeah. looks like a goal. Well, compared <laughs> to what you're going to get. Uh, and then if it's that, but now, you know, you're looking at what we're doing. Our seats are band four, which is the family area. Mm. I, I don't know where that is going to be and we don't know we haven't been told we don't know what the what that actually be. means yeah and i terms. think you know i think it's time now you know i'll sort of uh i'll sort of put a copy of to you know thursday sun yeah. in it so because i it's just something that stood out when i was reading this day it's karen brady's piece in the sun what's really great about this announcement is that we're not offering an inferior product for less we're offering a far superior a far superior product for less so i mean is it superior but <laughs> you know, so but you know your tickets are flat but then the 25% reduction in tickets in the band 3 and 4 and obviously the budget band 5 things well what you know what are what are they selling is it going to yeah. be as many more tickets mm. yeah is it the equivalent view essentially well I, 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 it's not going to be the equivalent view no it's not if it, but if it's like the Emirates we're probably not going to complain if it's but you, we don't know how it's going to be configured yeah. we don't know how far it's going to be from the pitch they haven't told us what you know what they could do around the stadium, and it's time. If you're making statements like that about being mm. a far superior product, it's time to actually back it up. Back it up and tell us what it is. We've had all the stuff mm. with you know the ridiculous consultation with you know 200 people in the supporters advisory board who weren't allowed to talk about anything with anybody. They weren't allowed to canvass views among supporters. Yeah, we yeah. had the ridiculous poll, which you know, would you rather have your arm cut off or move to the Olympics? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so it now it's about. Okay, well, if you're telling us a far superior product, tell us what that product is, because we're 14 months away from our first game mm. there, probably. Yeah, and we don't know. It is it's shrouded in mystery, isn't it? I can't think of many stadium moves that have been shrouded in this much secrecy. Like Matty Lawless uh, tweeted a picture this week, I think, of the floodlights going up. It does look brilliant. But what it's is the that, final like? I know, but yeah, they they generate mm. they they put out these pictures on the official website about what it's going to look like. It looks like it was done by Pixar. It's just mm. absolutely, you know, yeah. it, you know, it isn't the kind of, and it's shot it kind of at an angle, stuff like that. People want to know what they're going to get for their money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We have to start putting money down yeah. in about three or four months' time. They could, hopefully, they will tell us by then. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you don't, you know. Well, it's, they've got that virtual, haven't they, that virtual appointment thing where you can go in and have a look around the uh, stadium? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's uh, wait and see what that they is. They have got one of those in his hostillery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one mistake. Um, uh, I feel like the Zerati of the podcast. Um, but no, it's you know, but you know, I, I, I think yeah, there's a lot of people you know, and mm. I mean, yeah, and what it's just everything about it. Just you know, it's not quite. You know, it could have just been such a brilliant experience. It could have been such a brilliant sales message. Yeah. yeah. And they've been so good at marketing the club, and they're so good at getting people through the doors. It just it's a big question mark now, isn't there? About yeah, well, what we're gonna get? Yeah, what's it? You know, you it, you, yeah. you know, what? You know, and it's not, and you're gonna have to hang around the stadium because it's you know, it's a good 25, 30 minutes walk mm. from the tube. So, what are you gonna get around there at the moment? It's, it's basically a shell at the moment. Mm. There's, a, yeah. there's a couple of kiddie slides, and that's about it. Mm. So, what are you doing? And then they they just not communicating this message. Yeah. You think you'd want to build up? Yeah, it's great if you're going to the bowling bar or the six six bar, whatever it's mm. called. You know what you're gonna get with the toffs. Yeah, and you know, and if you've got, you know, I've got a mate who's doing his nut because he's he's a band one season ticket holder behind the away dugout, and he loves it there. Yeah, you know, it's 
guy you've met, the ex-Marine Craig, the big mm. tall guy. And he, you know, sort of he, he gives it loads. Or he absolutely loves it. Yeah. And he knows that he won't be able to have that seat at mm. the new stadium, despite yeah. being band one, despite staying with band one, because he's going to be moved to the site because that's going to mm. be for, you know, bowling bar boys and yeah. stuff like that. Um, would you agree it's shrouded in mystery? Do you feel like that, James? It is. It is shrouded in mystery. But I, I think it's, it's tough to say, isn't it? Because I think for now we should just go, this sounds like we're getting the better deal than we thought we were going to get. And I think there's every, mm. you know, there's every everything you've got to say. Fantastic that you know that more people are going to be able to yeah. afford football to go to. You know, my season. You know, me and my boy, we could probably say 170 quid mm. next year when we go to the new stadium. Hopefully, we'll be able to see the ground. Mm. Hopefully, we'll be able to see the pitch. Yeah. But you know, and there's people you know getting really excited. You know, I, I do slightly worry that you know, that how many of these band five tickets going to be? Yeah, there's a lot of people who who haven't been able to afford to go for a long time. Mm. Who get really excited about the thought of mm. you know being able to just be part of it. Mm. I, if I had to bet about why this has this information has been released, it'd probably be that they don't know. They haven't worked out what the concessions what? are. They haven't worked out the seating configurations. They you haven't know. worked a year out and they're I, building I, a stadium I and mean, they haven't worked out. I mean, the, the club, it's a joke, isn't it? It seems most of the time that it's run like, no, I think that, look I how think, long we had that crap website and like, yeah. the, you can't buy a ticket on the tick, the box office I, and we'll there's 10 people in yeah. the ticket office. The, the club <laughs> is mad. The club is run like, it's Fred a bunch Garner's. of jokers. No, no. It's like, so if I had to bet, I'd be like, yeah, they probably haven't thought about concessions. They'll think about that the summer before. No, but, you, yeah, but you're talking about, you know, this, the idea that they mm. don't know how, you know, what a five hundred million pound stadium is going to look mm. a year out. I mean, I think that's a bit nuts. Or they just haven't. They don't. Or they have the renders of what it looks like, and they're unflattering. Well, but, that's but like I just want to know how. I, mean, I I went to the Olympic Stadium during the mm. Olympics. I went to a couple. Of, I'm, I'm yeah. an athletics nut. It's a bit of a sad thing to go yeah. on. And I saw David Radisha run that fantastic 800 meter mm. world record, and it was brilliant. And the views were brilliant. I was two thirds of the way back mm. in the upper stand. It was fantastic. You can see him all the way around. Yeah, you could see the whole thing, and it's brilliant. It, yeah, you could see the fact that from, you know, from a hundred yards out, this is all the way special. round. <laughs> <laughs> this one, no, I know, but no, but no, it, it is, it is a long way. Hey, it's a long minutes. way. It's a long way. But then, then the field event started. Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't yeah. see what was going on. So you, you know, there's concern there about you know how they could configure it, and people, people want answers now. It's now, it's kind of tell us what yeah. this far superior product is yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, the thing that I think as well, like for me, it's like moving into a new home before you've looked in it. You don't like you've seen a few rend like three D pictures it's of it. Off plan season ticket, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, but then that's it. There's no going back. Once we're there, and if it's not good, we are. When it's does, over. When does the consultation uh, period start? When you get to it's autumn. I think. What, what do we have to start putting money down in the autumn? Yeah, I think we for do. the new seat for the new stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to pay all in advance. I wonder because you you have a you'll have an appointment, won't you? Come yeah. to the, you'll have an appointment and go to that. Can you just walk in? Holo- no, I, I think you have to. I think it's an appointment. appointment. Yeah. You go see. You go sit within the hologram. <laughs> and out comes robot Glenn Roder. Hello, tomorrow welcome. people. Welcome yeah. to the it new looks stadium. like you're trying to choise a seat at the new well, stadium. Roder's got a new job, isn't he? Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, it's funny. Remember when you talked a few weeks ago on the podcast about having uh, like a. Uh, like a three-man management panel of crap managers, yeah. and it's actually what—that's what, what Sheffield Wednesday have yeah, done. That Sheffield Wednesday listen to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and they've implemented this Roda crazy and idea. Other, people, other rubbish. Roder, David Pleat, Graham Taylor, three-man. <laughs> no, I don't. Glenn Roder is a man, but that's cr- Taylor man. was a decent manager, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. The Watford years. Yeah. 
Do you think a three-man management panel could ever work, George? No, no, because the three-man board's not working particularly well at the moment, so I can't see why three-man management. Yeah. Um, Last word on the stadium. Are you happy with the pricing, James, how it's been set out? Yep. Seems all right? Yeah, it's tough to say, isn't it? Because uh, there is part of me that we we should celebrate uh, affordable football is what I promised, so we should say, well done, West Ham, but then... There is this uncertainty, which yeah. is a shame because it should yeah. be something we're all really positive about. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uncertainty, we are blessed in the studio with, with a, uh, a producer from the Today programme, obviously, <laughs> there in the thick of the news agenda. One thing that was on the news agenda is the West Ham State Aid thing a couple of days ago. Can you give us a news insight on that? Was it worthy? I don't I, 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 I can only read. We didn't. We didn't do it on the program. But you know, just reading. There we go. That's read, enough. Yeah, reading. <laughs> well, yeah, we we. You do want. I, I kind of reread it again before I came here today, and there's a lot of caveats there, and there's a lot of bits yeah. and buts. But you know, we've already had a problem with the new yeah. loan, and you know, the whole process had to be completely trashed and started yeah. again. And you know that you know Tottenham have got certain amounts of state support and council yeah. support for their new stadium but they've had it cleared by the EU in advance we don't seem to have had it yeah. and there's a guy who's got a bit of a bean in his bonnet you know this guy who was the he's an know, architect from, yeah, he was Why an architect <laughs> but the trouble is all he needs is you know that's what they said about Bosman when he tried to overturn the the, yeah. the transfer yeah. fee um, rules and he'd succeeded yeah. and I think that he was behind the original um, he was one of the guys behind the original ruling that screwed the, the original arrangement with Newham. Yeah. And he's doing it again now. And <laughs> who is this guy? But I it's what, crazy. my my point of view when I read the article and I didn't go into great depth because it was I was a bit like I don't know what's going on. But I thought he was he's one of the architects who originally designed it. And surely the issue is and always has been that they did. They spent all of his taxpayers' money on this stadium that they hadn't thought through what's going to happen yeah, to it afterwards. Well, the, and well, he's they, partly responsible for that. Well, no, I, th- I think he got kicked out when he's uh, uh, an early stage. So he, but it, basically, what happened was that they couldn't decide before you know, before twenty twelve, before the twenty ten election. They didn't, you know, that they, they, they'd made a commitment in the Olympic bid book that it would be an athletic stadium, and that you know. London hasn't got a world-class athletic stadium. Crystal Palace is a toilet. The the athletic stadium. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Crystal Palace is a toilet. We can we can leave it there. Yeah, but yeah. So they they didn't do that. Yeah. So then they had to realise. But they saw you know you know Sydney is a disaster. You know they you know they they've got three or four games a year. They've got no anchor tenants. Athens is a disaster, and they mm. didn't you know they all the bad publicity was coming out about Athens at the time. Yeah, and they think well we need to an anchor tenant, but we can't actually say that because it would absolutely balls everything up before yeah. the Olympics so and there's th- they came up with these kind of various hash agreements and it's I mean I don't know it's just it's just not been sorted I think that's yeah. the worrying thing it's not been nailed down yeah. it's not been sorted yeah terrifying times speaking of terrifying times Loftus Road at the weekend yeah George <laughs> you having it I did £55 for a that's ticket. why I didn't go that's why yeah, I didn't go I, didn't I said go. the other week do, I was you know, furious about that do you know Liam uh, wait, he's, I know. I don't know who he is on the. Um, he's, he's on KUMB, but he's a he's he's a West Ham fan who travels down, goes all over the north. Right. You'll see him any northern away game. And, you know, he he was born in Essex, but moved mm. to Wakefield when he was one. Yeah. And him and his brother go every game. Wow. All the way, and he's paid fifty three pounds uh, for a restricted view ticket. 
because it was 55, know. wasn't it? 53, He's coming down for... from Wakefield. To... Yeah. And it's just... <laughs> I mean, that's how bad Wakefield I'm, is. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting on the central line. You know, it's, uh, yeah. But, you know, it's just... It, it, yeah, it's, it's just taking the mick, isn't it, really? It, yeah. And it's yeah. a shame, because I was really looking forward to that one, because I thought, oh, no. I'd like to hear Loftus Road. But it's uh, not paying 55 quid for a ticket no. to watch those two shells of shot. <laughs> are we going to... I mean, yeah. Um, George, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the game? I mean, it, when you look at our running, this is one you would have thought we would win. I know, uh, but you, you know, if you know, as man, you know, us and Man City had, you know, sort of the identical records. What was it? Sort of two wins in mm. twelve, or whatever beforehand. Yeah. And if you ever need the club to break your losing run, you know, West Ham the club, and I, you know, QPR shown signs of life. We mm. haven't. They've got Charlie Austin playing. Rob Green. You know, Bobby Zamora, you know, scored that fantastic goal the yeah. other week. You know, it's just, I, I think we're going to get beat. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think we're going to get beat. I think we're going to get beat 2-0. I know. Oh, yeah, and I'll spend the Saturday afternoon with the QPR fan at, you know, another event. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. James, have you got any good news for us? Um, <laughs> have, I brought you, have I brought you down? <laughs> uh, uh, I reckon we'll draw. I think we'll draw. I think it'll be like a two-two draw. Yeah, I can see. I remember a few weeks ago you were saying that uh, there's all to play for, and you're really chipper. I can see that West Ham have beaten the life out of you. Yeah, I feel a little bit down about that minute, but I'll be all right. <laughs> it's, it's only tough. West Ham, and we're in the top half it's of the table, tough, isn't it? If we lose, if we lose that game, and then we've got Burnley after that, I think two defeats. He may not even last the season. But I could, they won't sack him now because they'll have to pay compensation. Well, they can just put him well, on gardening leave. They won't have to pay. It's, it's a month's compensation. Yeah, if they sack him, start. Uh, I think even these guys can probably stretch to sort of eight weeks uh, wages yeah. and you know. Go home. Go home. Know. Put bullseye on. I don't know. I'm not so sure. I reckon. I don't think. I don't Do think, think they will. I think it would almost be malicious if he loses the next two games to keep him in. Like it might be a kind of final. Like hey. You know, but you got well done. They still, I still think they're going to keep him for next season. I think what happens yeah. for the next five games will not matter, <laughs> and they will keep him for next season because they think eventually the worst we will do is seventeenth. Yeah. Um, look what's coming up: Watford, Bournemouth, Ipswich. Maybe got to fancy chances of <laughs> yeah being above famous those. Last really. words. <laughs> be famous last words. Um, what, what's your prediction for Sam then? What do you think? Um, I don't know any. I actually don't know anymore. Yeah. I actually don't know. I've, I don't know where to turn to. <laughs> a triangle of shit managers. Get Rhoda. Poach Rhoda before I go Sheffield Wednesday. Makari. Bring, in, bring that hologram back <laughs> for outside the new stadium and we're laughing. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, you know what? I've no idea. Yeah. He's made it very difficult to keep him, but at the same, stay, at the same time, it's a real risk getting rid of him because... We need to be in the Premiership for Olympic Stable. Stadium. Do you think he'll keep us in the Premiership, though? Do you think next year oh, can you he'll keep us in the tr- Premiership? I, mean, I, that, think you know, he I don't think he we'd will. ever go down under him. But, I mean, it would just be awful to watch most of the time. So, no. thank, you <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Oh, what a week, eh? QPR, come on. Surely, surely this run ends now. Is there anything to talk about outside of football that might... Uh, obviously, we can't talk about football to cheer the listeners up, but George and anything, yeah. Do you know one thing I want for the Olympic Stadium? Yeah. A website you can use to book tickets. Wow. Right. So, I, I've got two mates who who spunked 20 quid 
on phone calls on Saturday morning yeah. trying to get additional season tickets yeah. and got put through to the wrong call centre at the end of it. It was an absolute disaster on Saturday morning. And I think, you know, if, if anyone is listening from the club, what happened on Saturday morning was just absolutely appalling in terms of, yeah. you know, I, I went down there at nine o'clock and I, I drove away because the queues were out the window. Fair enough, there were people yeah. were queuing early. And I went back at four o'clock, it was fine, but there were still people all down Saturday spending two, three hours on the phone. And because there were so many people calling, they were put through to an overflow call centre. Mm. So they spent 20 quid on a mobile. Then they were like, oh no, you can't get it on this number. They were doing their nut. I've got a mate called Mark Gower who, Mm. You, you know, you, you, you've seen the other club. He maintains you can find that David Gold's home address and send in his itemised phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> I had it itemized. for um, Spurs Away. I was on the phone for an hour. Then I got through to someone. Um, I got through to someone and then they said, oh, you, this is the wrong line. It's 2015. And then they put, then they put me through yeah. to someone else. I didn't, this, and by now it's like quarter past ten and got through. eventually got through and they were like, oh, it's sold out at nine. So why don't you have that message on the answer phone? So yeah. they're sold out. And the other thing was, you have to listen to a shit version of <laughs> "I'm Forever it's Blowing terrible, Bubbles." Isn't it? Over but Mrs. Mills and over again. I wanted to kill someone. But you know, they I love that song. They relaunched the web. Well, I couldn't understand. This is a bit my game, but they relaunched that website. They've got the whole new nice news website and stuff. But the ticket platform was crap. Like, and that's the way they make money. So why? Who signed off on that to make the website? Do the tickets first, so because you actually earn money, you earn crazy sums of money for selling tickets, and people can't buy them. Yeah, well, what is the matter? Join us next week. <laughs> we are still faxing in. Yeah, away ticket in. applications. Yeah. Um, what I, is this matter with these people? And when when the I went for the BBC when we moved from Shepherd's Bush back to Oxford mm. Circus New Broadcasting House, there were no fax machines there. I didn't know what to do. There's just no way of saying you can't scan it, you can't email it. There's no way of doing a priority of post form. Send a telegram. No, I, I live I live 15 minutes away from the ground, so I can pop it in by hand. Yeah. But yeah, if you you know you live the other side of town, it's a nightmare. Wakefield. Oh. Yeah. Other clubs other clubs sell tickets fine, don't they? What is it with us? Again, joke club. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> it's been a great week. Keep your eye on the weekend. Oh, things are looking up. Champions League. We were fourth at Christmas. Now look at us. God. Sick of it. I'm really glad I've cheered you well. <laughs> uh, Big George, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have your company. Again, a professional. Makes a difference. He's been reading the paper. Today programme tomorrow. been reading the paper. <laughs> you know, I've been reading Insight. the sun. Yeah. The sun. <laughs> the sun. Uh, what time are you up tomorrow? you got an early shift? For the no, not today? up tomorrow. A couple of early ones next week. I, yeah. you know, I get up about uh, half four when I'm doing the early ones. Oh, not tomorrow. Man. That's what, it's man, fun. Because oh, well, you have to make a journey by, by horseback. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. A pony and trap arrives. We ride at dawn. <laughs> we ride at dawn. <laughs> I said there's, there's a, a, there's a cab driver outside with two coconuts going <laughs> click, clock, click, clock. Time to get up. Monty Python. George, you're on Twitter, aren't you? SGF man. SGF man on twitter, on twitter. one n or two uh, two, two ends two ends that's how serious SGF man yeah uh james thank you very much old man. you can follow him on twitter and in the company of dick turpin yes. <laughs> in the forest in epping forest he chips away at walls <laughs> and leaves messages there your twitter. money or your life <laughs> to the hostillery driver uh james Thank yes. you very much. Yeah. This has probably been your most, if, you, if you're honest with yourself, it's been your most depressing week. Yeah. I, yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I am honest with myself, and you're yeah. right. <laughs> if you'd like to I'll be right next week. Cheer James up on Twitter at longers1. You can also email the podcast, podcast at 
kmb.com. I made some quip last night about yeah. um, being off my chops on hippie crack about balloons. <laughs> They're laughing, guys. And someone replied to me saying, oh, uh, Big George replied first, I'd bring some tomorrow, which I should have <laughs> And someone replied, and he's a West Ham fan, and he said, um, in all seriousness, he was like, someone, uh, a North London guy dies about had a cardiac arrest, a cardiac arrest after doing that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, mate. <laughs> I was joking, and there's worse things. People die of everything. Smoking alcohol, people yeah, every day die of no. thousands of them. You and and yeah. I said, a lot of people, a lot more people die of alcohol uh, and cigarettes, and there's not that hysteria about yeah. those. And he goes, So you argue back? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, Yeah, I just want you to take care. And then he's actually, he was worried that I was he sat there. Yeah, you. he flipped on me. I just, I think he was worried I was yeah. sat there doing, <laughs> doing balloons yeah. on my own. Yeah. Not on a Wednesday Which, night, mate. <laughs> Come around on a Thursday and be off his, off his chops. Uh, you can follow... Thank you for your care. <laughs> Graham uh, Howlett, editor of KMB, is on KMB D-O-T-C-O-M on Twitter. I am... It was Chris. his birthday this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't remember. Oh, I texted him. I forgot. I didn't know. Well, I only knew. Wish him both. Go to... Yeah, tweet him. KMB D-O-T-C-O-M. I only know because he put those... Oh, thank you much for all the messages. I think so. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, big man. Tweet him, K U and B. 74 this week. Four years old. And, 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 and still refereeing the, the pictures of Stanford Lee Open. <laughs> 74. Uh, you can follow, follow myself, Chris, on Twitter, CJ Skull. Skull with a C on Twitter. And you can go on the Knees of Mother Brown forum and the Knees of Mother Brown Facebook group. QPR up next. And subscribe to, us on subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us if you can. Do we'll, that now. We'll be happier next week. Yes, and we will speak to you next week. I'll wear a dress. In the meantime, come on your eye. Come on your eye.